0: Hey, this is Tommy Womack and you are tuned in to Underground Opolis. underground opolis everybody it's wednesday night at 7 p.m and you know what time it is it's time for us to talk to some some of the coolest people that are making music right now tonight tonight's episode is brought to you by anchor of course shadow star books listeners like you and our next guest is emma pinell emma is an author and musician for over 20 years she has a science background the book gentle dragons healing and dealing of emotions and feelings and also queen tween the cat a story of gratitude and compassionate attitude and we'll just go ahead and bring her right on tell us who you are where you're from
1: hi there Uh, my name is emma ponnell i'm originally from tucson arizona uh, but i am now stationed in new mexico and uh, as you suggested i do have a 20-year piano background but i'm excited to eventually announce my first vocal release coming up this september 10th on world suicide prevention day
0: oh cool cool yeah yeah, I'm I'm a huge supporter of any suicide prevention, man. I, I lost my guitarist a couple of years ago, but I'm a huge I supporter. Of
1: I mean, that's Go I'm ahead. very sorry. I'm very sorry to hear about your. I know I'm very sorry to hear about your loss. That it is a topic that does, I believe, after what I've been um talking with all the people I've been talking with, I believe it does affect every single person to some degree, whether or not it's it's indirect you know somebody who has who has committed suicide or if you've considered it yourself or you know of people that you may be worried about uh considering suicide it's a topic that i think is really swept under the rug you know in in society or at least it's kept a lot of hush hush uh in that in that a lot of people don't want to share those type of things but honestly it's it's, I think it's something that crosses someone almost every person's mind, and it needs to be, it needs light shined upon it.
0: It does, it does, and I try to do any kind of event that I can when it comes to suicide prevention. And it it it, it is true. It's like people don't want to talk about it, even the people considering it, because it, it. And I kind of get it too. It's like when you when you feel that bad, nobody wants to be around you. You know, people don't want to be around you when you're like that, and which is maybe may kind of a bad thing right, to say. Right. But it's it it's well, no, the truth.
1: It's a it's a it's a it's a feeling. I I think that that, that right there is actually uh, you you feel that people don't want to be around you. You feel to some extent that it's it's your fault that you're like that, and nobody else should have to deal with that. But at the same token, you can always reach out for help and that's the that's the the premise behind my release soul flame that will come out on september 10th i actually have a movement behind it uh that i, I want people t- to know that seeking help is okay and that not being okay is okay <laughs> and and so i have this uh this therapy support program that i've been starting alongside soul flame uh basically a campaign that i'm designing to raise money so that way I can I can actually help those who feel that the financial burden of paying for therapy, which if you don't have insurance, sometimes it can cost up to $120 per session, where that can be kind of discouraging if you feel like, hey, maybe I should consider getting help. And then you see that, and then you look at your bank account. So I'm making this uh, campaign uh, for Soul Flames so that way I can try to raise money for um, applicants that they might feel that the financial burden of therapy is too much as well.
0: What, Soul Flame, is this going to be an event? Is this an album or is this, what, what, what's Soul Flame?
1: Soul Flame is my first single, uh, vocal release that I am, uh, that I'm okay. putting out. Uh, I currently just have a lot of neoclassical pieces, uh, as I have a 20 year piano background. Uh, neoclassical is my style that I do for children's books, um, for helping, helping children with anxiety and reducing stress levels. But Soul flame is what I call um nealt pop <laughs> that's the genre I've kind of given myself neoclassical alternative pop and uh that is my uh debut vocal release
0: okay and are you what you said is you're you're built a campaign i am what i'm trying to get is like are are you and and you're helping others is there is there some type of event that you're gonna be Doing.
1: Well, the event and uh, my intention, and this is just a big goal, I'd like to be able to have an event on World Suicide Prevention Day, but at this time, uh, it is going to be the, the release, the music okay. video officially releasing. Um, and uh, uh, in addition, I'm currently uh, interviewing therapists and uh, putting together basically a packet of information so that way I can demystify the concepts of therapy. So, it might not necessarily be a formal event like uh, typical uh, bands and such, but it is a movement that I'm I'm trying to launch alongside this release.
0: Well, keep me in the loop on that because I could I could also talk about that. You know, I'll, I'll still bring that up because it is important to me, and it's important to people that listen. I, I know because people that listen to the show tell me about stuff like that. You know. <laughs> People to listen and well and yeah, the viewers. Yeah. Well yeah, I did, would be
1: happy to share you some links.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you get a good time sometime on Facebook, there's Fiends of Underground Opolis, it's it's just, just like it sounds Fiends of Underground Opolis is this discussion group. That's a good place to put stuff. Right? Okay.
1: I'll definitely keep that in mind. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What,
0: what what first got you into music? When did you start?
1: I started uh well actually my mother forced me into music when I was four years old. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the beginning of it. It was a shove the nose in the piano. This is what you're doing, and you're not getting out of it until I say so. And so I did piano um, and was dragged through it for quite some time. And, of course, in, through being 10 years old and, and muttering about having to practice 60 minutes a day uh, <laughs> every week, um, I suddenly discovered that, I would seek refuge at the piano when, as an 11-year-old, I experienced my first loss, and the only way that I knew how to cope with it was to go sit down at the piano and play Chopin's Waltz in B minor, and that was the song that kind of initiated my, hey, piano's not that bad. (laughs) Music isn't that terrible, and it just kind of escalated from there. I started really realizing uh, as a teenager um, and into my young adulthood that every time I would reach a low, I went to the piano, and, and at the lowest of lows, <laughs> about five years ago or so for me was when I actually created Soul Flame, which will uh, be that release in September. Uh, so, like I said, it it just all kind of escalated from from that one moment as an eleven year old.
0: What what's your what would be your creative process like for Soul Flame? Is there a tactic involved there?
1: Well, I am an improvisation artist, and
0: gotcha.
1: I, everything I create, including my Gentle Dragons album that goes alongside the children's book, The Gentle Dragons, my creative process for that is that I literally just write down a suggestion for myself and go off of that suggestion. Sometimes the suggestion is a name. Sometimes the suggestion is a place, a thought, a vision, or an image that I, I think of, like a lighthouse. And I just sit down at the piano, and with that that thought or feeling or energy, I improvise. Um, and for Soul Flame, my suggestion was the feeling that I had uh, at night, sitting alone in my apartment, feeling the way that I was feeling. And uh, so I I never really – I mean, despite my formal training in classical music and, and in composing – I find that my best work comes from improvisation.
0: You create music in a wheel trailer. Is that what you tell telling me before the show?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> is yes. that it true? It makes the best studio. It is, it is very true. And I am proud to say it. Um, where when COVID hit, uh, my husband and I sold everything that we had, uh, land-wise and property-wise and house-wise. And we just bought a fifth-wheel trailer, and we traveled for a bit. And then we decided that traveling was really difficult and that we are homebodies and we wanted a homestead. And so now we are sitting on 85 acres in a fifth-wheel. And I continue to make the music on the same piano that I had since I was four years old.
0: Earlier, you said you were stationed. Does that mean you are you were in the military?
1: Nope. That was just a, um, okay. a poor choice of words on my part. I, <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. Stationed okay. meaning – well, we're kind of on a we're on a platform right now. We've got um gravel that is about way too high—about seven, no, not seven feet, like five feet off the ground—that somebody put up. So it feels like we're on a big platform, like a station in the sky <laughs> in this fifth wheel. So we're up really high right now. That's the only reason I said that.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm just asking. When when did you write your first book?
1: My first book, uh that is a good question. My first book has actually not been released, the one that I wrote. Um that was actually my uh my experience in Namibia, Africa that I'm still working on. But my children's book, my, my um Gentle Dragons children's book was the second book that I have uh, uh worked on. And that one, um that was relatively recent. I think that was just this year. I believe I released that in uh Maybe April. Uh, But that was a fantastic experience. I I created everything from the ground up. I did all the illustrations on Photoshop and I had created all the songs prior to the creation of the children's book, actually. And, um, yeah, that's how I got started.
0: What gave you the idea to I mean, so music plays as you turn the pages. Am I getting the gist of that right?
1: Actually what I ended up doing was I utilized a release that I have already on Spotify, Pandora, every streaming platform, the Gentle Dragons album. I made that prior to the the whole idea of the children's book. And so what I did was I included QR codes to the um to the albums that are streamable. So that way those who wanna who wanna just listen to the music can listen to the music whenever they want. And what I did was I put those QR codes in the picture book so that parents uh, or guardians can scan the QR code and then just have the music playing as they're reading the story to their child. It makes a really good bedtime uh, bedtime read, uh, almost like a, a very relaxing lullaby. But at the same time, it's just good to listen to in general for relaxation.
0: Well, how did you come up with this whole idea to do that? That's pretty unique.
1: Well, I... I'm a very visual person, as I'm sure a lot of, uh, artists and maybe even musicians are. And when I did the Gentle Dragons album, I was just having fun with it. I, I was letting my child side play. And I wrote down these random names that popped to mind. It was kind of like a game for myself. And so I just wrote down these odd names. Droffins, Kaidonic, Ectonal, and, uh, Arlenpor, and and all these different names. And then I sat at the piano and recorded everything. But as I record, I I just imagine these these creatures. And so these dragons, each time I was playing each for each song that I created, I had this image in my mind that was very very stark of these dragons for each one and of course my mind is 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 a storytelling mind and I like going off of these visuals and so I just started imagining what if this became that this is almost like a cartoon in my head and so that's kind of what happened with that as I imagined each of these dragons having some emotionally healing message for um for the children or the listeners because honestly adults can definitely benefit as well from listening to the messages. But each dragon has that unique message uh, that they have to share uh, towards different aspects of um, reactions and behaviors and and actions that that a child can take.
0: So do you you paint or do you draw the pictures or color pencil, acrylic or?
1: So I do, I do a little bit of everything. Um, I do all of my album covers and, I've kind of developed my own process that some some album covers and some illustrations for these children's books I find need a little bit of hand drawing to start me off. And uh, some of my album covers need to be completely painted in watercolor. But no matter what, I I definitely utilize Photoshop because when even if I do a watercolor or even if I do a hand drawn Uh, Black outline that I fill in with, uh, with photo, with Photoshop, that's such as I did for Gentle Dragons. I did all hand drawn, um, and then I exported them into Photoshop and then I colored them in, uh, in Photoshop. Even if I do watercolor, I still take pictures of those, transport them to Photoshop, and give them a little bit of an enhancement so that way visually they pop more.
0: I like watercolor pencils, some <laughs> I'm not good at it, but I like Yes. It.
1: <laughs> no one has to be good at it. It's just fun
0: <laughs> well if you see if you see the underground applepolis cover photo, I actually poured that and it. It wasn't supposed to look that way, but that, but it would but it, when it dried, I was like, that looks pretty good. <laughs> That's
1: awesome. Honestly, I would have never that I would have never guessed that it looked it looked professionally done, and I think you did a, a dang good job on it.
0: Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was it was supposed to look like something else, but it's still I like I was I'm still like it. So, <laughs> tell us about Queen Tween the Cat. Yeah.
1: All right. So that book uh, is a little bit more. Uh, Personal, um, which uh, if you read through blogs and articles and and all sorts of publications, they'll tell you, don't have personal meaning towards your children's book, which I don't agree with whatsoever. (laughs) And so I made a book about my sister's cat because this cat in particular is a very, very affectionate cat And it really does seem, in my, again, cartoon child mind, that this cat goes from each animal on our farm and checks in on them. Almost like she's just making sure that they feel loved. Like, she will rub up against my dog's face. And he's not the most kind dog, but she has some weird effect on him, where all of a sudden he just melts. And so she has this effect, as a cat, on all these animals, including horses. And so I saw this all happening. And then, of course, my sister, who is um, a very, very committed cat mom. I won't call her a cat lady, but I will call her a cat mom. She was very excited about the idea of me making a children's book uh, that seems around her cat. So Queen Queen the Cat is another musical children's picture book. I created a soundtrack with this one. This was a little opposite from Gentle Dragons because I created the story, all the pictures. It's a, it's a rhyming book. So, uh, each page has some, uh, rhyme scheme to it. And it's, it's much more appropriate for, uh, four to eight year olds to read themselves. Whereas Gentle Dragons is something that, uh, I would say the, Five to eight-year-olds or six to eight-year-olds um, can can read fluently, but other other age groups is excellent for children to read to or with their children as bonding. Um, but Queen Tween has the soundtrack created after I created the book, whereas Gentle Dragons, I created the album and then themed the picture book off of the album.
0: How many instruments do you play
1: play well I play (laughs) I play the piano well (laughs) but I play the viola like a dying cat
0: oh you're probably better than you think you are
1: (laughs) oh however I can play piano man on the harmonica
0: decently oh yeah
1: would have to be lucifer actually uh that that is one that was a total accident as a creation um as part of my album the archangels <laughs> and the reason i like that one number one is because it was a total accident on my part as part of my i mean as part of my creative process i was just like i said i have this child mind that is is like oh that might be a good idea and so i thought uh and I, I I will share this. I'm I'm not uh, just because of the mistake that happened. <laughs> I'm not not a Christian, and and I support any anybody's spirituality. Um, I totally just wanted to create this album because I thought this seems like a fun idea. So I created this album, The Archangels, because I wanted to kind of learn more about. Hmm, I wonder um, what the names are out there uh, of these archangels, and I found this publication that said that lucifer was an archangel and then i started with that and so i had a list of seven archangels that i thought there were based off of my limited re- research and knowledge in the subject and i improvised seven songs that included this archangel that i obviously i'm aware that lucifer is according to the the text not an Archangel anymore but used to be so I thought that might be a decent one to include just for the heck of it so I did um, and then after I created the album not after I released it right before I released it I found another publication that said that the Archangels did not include Lucifer and then I panicked and I thought oh my goodness I don't want to make people mad that's not what I want I don't want to upset people just because I got something wrong (laughs) And so I decided, you know what, but I can't get rid of this because I love the visuals that come with this very dramatic neoclassical piece, Lucifer. And so I said, I can't get rid of this one. I'm publishing it as a single, and then it can just be an accidental on the album. And so I did. And the reason I love performing that one, not only because it's so dramatic and it has such a, uh, an impressive visual to the point where I'd like to make a music video for it, it took off on on, on streams for me. And it was actually my first successful release neoclassically. Um, total accident. Didn't expect it to be that way. Thought that everyone would hate it. And then it ended up blowing up faster than all the other ones.
0: Well, that's awesome. There are other, cause I love talking about angels, man. I'm, like I always have. Like the, you go to the Bible, it only mentions one or two, or maybe th- the Catholic Bible will mention like one or two more than just your regular King James Bible. But it, like I think there's only a total of three that are mentioned by name. So there's got to There's there's other places to find where these angels come. You know, what what do they call Bartleby? <laughs> so did you make it a yeah, other angels?
1: I did actually I I have um Michael, Gabriel, I got Uriel, um, and then I've got uh Saraquel and I'm forgetting now. Remiel, ra- Raphael. Yeah, Raphael. I believe ra yeah, I believe ra- Ragwell as as well. Um and again, I am not form i'm not educated on it that's why i said i didn't want to upset people because there are so many different uh names and there's even translations of the names they they go by different names and so i became overwhelmed <laughs> in the process of that release um but I, I i do love michael the one that i created michael gabriel is a very unique piece it actually includes um horns in it as well and um I think it's actually, Raphael is a really successful one and that has happened as well.
0: That's really awesome. <laughs> and you can hear these songs on what? Spotify, Amazon, iTunes? Just what?
1: Yes, all of the above. All of the above. You can go to Apple Music, you can go to Amazon Music, um, and then Pandora even, actually. Uh, oh, wow. I, that's I hard did, to
0: get on Pandora. I, yes. <laughs>
1: I was so happy about it. And that's what I was saying. I, I had a little stumble where, um, unfortunately, my distributor accidentally made a mistake and Pandora took down all of my stuff. I had 38 songs on Pandora and it was an accident, but then they were able to reinstate them on their platform with the Pandora Live as well. And I was so grateful for it, but unfortunately, my momentum slowed because of that little hiccup. For a week, my stuff was accidentally taken down, and nevertheless, I, I believe that everything happens for a reason for some, some way, but yes, you can hear that whole album on Pandora as well.
0: Did you publish these books yourself? Did you go through a through a desktop or publishing or anything like that, or did you do all this on your own?
1: I um I did all of this on my own mostly. I mean, I did Kindle Direct Publishing for my children's books. That's Silicon still on your own. the most affordable. <laughs> Oh, well, yes, I. I but it still, I, I. I did. I did that just because it was. It was way more affordable. I've done a lot of research on the self publication, and for for my goals, I. I felt that KDP was a, a good place for me to go through.
0: Got anything you want to add before we wrap this up?
1: I. I I, I don't really have anything other than uh, congratulations on uh, starting up your open mic night uh, again this year. I really think that that's a great uh, a great endeavor to be bringing art <laughs> and helping people share their share their voice and share their music to the community. I really applaud you on doing that.
0: Well, I thank you for reminding me to bring it up. <laughs> that's it. I got to no bring it up. No problem. It's worth bringing up. <laughs> oh yeah, if you're listening locally in Louisville. Here, yes, Wednesday night at Dundee Tavern out in the Highlands on on Dundee Road, we will be starting the open mic back up outside under the canopy every Wednesday night seven to ten. And you know, I bring all the equipment up. You pretty much just got to plug and play. <laughs> we'll we'll just do a little shameless self promotion there. Thank you for reminding me. What is your? No
1: problem, and do you,
0: you, you can find your books on both on Amazon in print and ebook.
1: Yes, you can find my um, children's books, my musical children's picture books, along with guided planners and journals as well, all on Amazon. You can look up Emma Pawnell on my Amazon author page, and you'll find all of my publications. Um, you can also go to www.emmapawnell, that's Emma E M M A P A U N as in Nancy I L. dot com, and you can find all my projects that I'm I'm doing. All on my website.
0: I want to thank you so much for being <laughs> such an awesome guest. And really sharing some really cool stories, and be sure to check out Underground Opus on YouTube. Check it out. Go like our Facebook page, like Emma Pondale Music on Facebook. If you're if you're in the fiends of Underground Opus book, some of you've already liked your page because we talked about it in the group. <laughs> if you've got if you got any more likes awesome. that last last couple of weeks. I'm pretty sure they came from that group. <laughs> hey,
1: thank you. You know what? I'm so bad at being active on social media, so I'll have to check and see. Uh, and I appreciate that very much so. Thank you so much.
0: Oh, you're absolutely welcome. I'm going to go ahead and uh, this is Rob, your host, Rob Lyon. This is Underground Atlas, and we are signing off. host of Dark Days of Dorothy Gale and here's your joke of the week. What do you call fake spaghetti? Impasta. (laughs) I hope that joke wasn't too saucy for ya. That is all our time we have for now. Thank you for listening to Underground Undergroundopolis. Remember, we do this every Wednesday night, bringing you new and exciting artists every week. Be sure to hit up their websites and social media and stream or download their music. If you like this show, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, any streaming platform. And leave us a review as well. I'm your host, Rob Lyon, signing off.